Hi, and welcome to the Let's Talk Healthy Pets podcast. I'm Dr. Karen Becker, Dr. Mercola's Chief Wellness Veterinary Consultant, and I'm excited to share with you the latest news about pet health to guide you in keeping your animal companions healthy, comfortable, and happy throughout their lives. My goal as a proactive vet is to empower pet owners to make knowledgeable decisions to extend the lifespan and well-being of their animals. If you're looking for more pet health tips, you can also subscribe to my free daily newsletter at healthypets.mercola.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker and Christy Morell has been nominated for an Animal Game Changer Award. And we are so happy to have Christy here with us today as a special guest to shine the light on all that she's doing for animals. So Christy, congratulations and welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. We're so happy to have you. So for people, for readers and listeners who don't know about the work that you're doing, if you could just back up and tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are, that would be great. Sure. So um, I started out in rescue probably about 15 years ago. Um, I started out with a breed specific rescue, mainly pit bulls because I grew up with pit bulls and I just love them. And I met a fellow rescuer through this organization and she and I decided that we wanted to get involved with all breeds, um, dogs and cats. And we both um, have been working in veterinary medicine. So I've been working in veterinary medicine for about 10 years now. And we wanted to take on the cases that were medically challenging um, in terms of dogs that were neglected, abused, uh, owners unable to provide medical care for them. So that's the things that we were passionate about when we decided to start Project Precious Rescue about 12 years ago. Um, we sat in her backyard and kind of wrote it on a notepad and we are 12 years strong now. I have a great um, group of fosters. I've got an amazing staff. And um, I always knew that I'd be working with animals from the time I was young. My parents are definitely responsible for this. I remember my mom would feed feral cats and my dad would um, rehab injured crows and things like that. So this is in our blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, for as long as I can remember, I knew that I wanted to work with animals for sure. So Christy, when you and your friends started, when you were sitting in her backyard over a decade ago, kind of planning this, did you, were you, did you already have dog, animals in your care and, and you were already being called by neighbors and veterinary clinics and you know, people who found dogs, how did, how did you, how, how do people, how did you decide to set this up? Um, yeah, I would say since we were already involved in rescue, people knew us and would call us and say, Hey, are you taking animals right now? Um, and so we had a group of fosters who kind of followed with us to help us start this up. And so we took animals that obviously we had appropriate foster homes for, but it started out very, very small. We didn't want to get in over our heads. We, um, we just wanted to make sure that we were doing it the right way. And that means, you know, if that means taking on less animals and, and spending yeah. time with them, then that is how, you know, we wanted to get started. And it just kind of blossomed from there. Well, and the fact that you are caring for, and have the ability to care for animals that have like medical needs, that's massive because it's one thing to take healthy animals, but it's a whole different ball game to do rehab, foster and adoption of animals that are either sick or injured or debilitated or all of the above. And so that's a, that's a very special niche and it's awesome 
that you're able to do that. So talk a little bit about the, the evolution of your organization. Are you, you, you are, um, you do foster care with, with private homes, um, and are your foster homes growing? Yeah. So, um, like I said, we started out with very few fosters. We don't keep our animals in boarding unless it's medically necessary. So meaning if they need to be with our vet, um, for any type of care for a period of time, Occasionally, we will have emergency situations where fosters need to go away, and then we use our vets in terms of a, a boarding situation, but we don't keep them there long term. It's just not okay. viable for them. Yeah. Um, we prefer to keep our animals in foster homes because we get a really great idea of what they need in terms of a forever home there. Yeah. Um, and while the foster home might not be the best uh, environment, we do learn what is, and that way yeah. we can place them appropriately. Yeah. And so our foster network is the backbone of our organization. They are amazing, wonderful, selfless people who, you know, we have some fosters. I have one foster and she's actually a staff member of mine who has fostered hundreds of dogs for me. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Amazing. You know, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. From puppies to special needs to hospice type situations, she's done it all. So yeah. we have, yeah, we do have a growing, um, group of fosters which is amazing because we wouldn't be able to do what we do without foster homes yeah there would just be no way um yeah so our fosters are very very important to us that that's awesome um what do you love most you do a lot of amazing things but what what gets you up in the morning and inspires <laughs> you on a daily basis oh um i think it would have to be seeing the animals find their forever homes especially mm -hmm. the ones that we get that are really sick or injured or scared you know kind of the underdog Mm -hmm. um, it's those that kind of keep me going even through the tough things because, you know, rescue isn't all puppies yeah. and kittens. We, especially with our rescue organization, anybody who knows us knows that we want to take on the ones that other people don't, yeah. uh, and give them a second chance. So when they do get that second chance, you know, we, I just posted a video the other day of a dog that we've had for probably six or seven months now. Um, he, was born with a congenital issue and couldn't walk and I had him since the time he was probably four or five months and he's about nine or ten months old now and wow. he just got his first wheelchair <laughs> and nice. posted a video of him running for the first time I mean he's never been able to uh, run um and so he posted a video of him running in his wheelchair for the first time playing with one of his doggy friends and like that's you know that says it all to me yeah, it does. That, and that, that summarizes why you do what you do. It's, it's awesome. Because see, if people wanted to see that video or if they wanted to learn more, where would they go to follow the organization, see about, you know, the animals that are there, learn how they could support you? Yeah, so we have a Facebook page. You can just search Project Precious Rescue and you will find us there. We also have an Instagram, same thing. You can just search Project Precious Rescue. Um, our website is www.pprct.org. And there's a link to our adoptable animals there. But the Facebook nice. page, I would say, is the hub of our mm -hmm. activity. We post the animals first there. You get updates there. So I would say the Facebook page would be the number one place to, to follow us and see what we're doing. Awesome. Awesome. And if you could tell the world one thing, Christy, if there's one thing you'd want the world to know, what would it be? Uh, I would want the world to know that rescue animals are not broken. They're not secondhand. Um, they're not any less than any other animal that's out there needing a home. They are often end up in rescue or shelter situations because 
of failure by humans, unfortunately. And so it is usually no fault of their own. Um, And so I really would urge people to give rescue animals a chance in terms of adopting because there's a lot of people who just base what they want on a photo of an animal. And I can tell you from many years of experience that very often the photo of the animal, sure, they're very cute, but likely they're not going to match certain home settings. So it's really, really important to get out there, meet the animals, don't judge them just by their photos because I'm pretty sure you'll fall in love when you when you go and meet them. So yeah. just keep an open mind and, and know that these animals deserve a second chance. They're not broken or secondhand or yeah. um, you know, any less. Yeah, very, very excellent words of wisdom. These are animals that are uh, usually in those situations because of human failure, not by choices or decisions of their own. So excellent advice. Christy, there are a lot of people out there that love you and your organization. You're doing amazing things for animals. And it has been a joy and a pleasure to be able to highlight what you're doing um, in the way that I can, which is honoring you with this Game Changer Award. And thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. I'm I'm never a, a person who, you know, likes to get accolades, but it's nice to hear sometimes. <laughs> you bet. You bet it is. And it's well-deserved, Christy. Nice Thank job. You. I appreciate it.